Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this Hall of Fame special edition, I will be breaking down the players that's the pre-Bird era. So it's kind of like the 70s, the 60s, even touching the 50s, the 1950s even. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, so let's, last time we spoke, well, I spoke, (laughs) it was about the Magic and Bird era players, those players that, you know, right around the time Magic came in, like, 1980 and on through the, uh, to the 90s, so those type of players, we talked about them. So now we're going to talk about about the players just before the Bird and Magic era. Uh, Like in the 60s, the 70s, even got a couple of players from the 50s. So um, so let's let's go through this list here. First guy, Phil Chenier. He came out of the University of California, 6'3", 180 pounds. He came in 1971. He was in the supplemental draft that year. He was the fourth pick overall, taken by the Baltimore Bullets at the time. Uh, He played there for a while. Um, Then he moved on to Washington. Well, Well, the franchise moved to Washington. And there is where he got his championship. And then he played for the Indiana Pacers, then ended his career with the Golden State Warriors. He played up until 1981. Um, So about 10 years or so, 11 years. But 10 years, actually. But listen to these numbers, guys. Three-time All-Star, one-time All-NBA. That's fine. One championship, like I said, that he got with the Bullets. Uh, played in 578 games, averaged 17.2 points per game, 3.6 rebounds, and 3 assists. Shot 44.4 from the field, 80.6 from free throw line. Um, I actually thought he was already in the Hall of Fame, but he isn't. Uh, Phil Chenier, a, a vital part of that uh, Bullets team that won the championship, so... Um, yeah, Phil Chenier is definitely somebody who, um, yeah, definitely should be, um, considered for the hall. Definitely should be considered. So, um, I thought he was in, but apparently he's not. So let's move on. Uh, Walter Davis, Walter Davis. I know this is a name that, uh, you know, some of you, especially you young guys probably don't realize, but. Walter Davis came into the league 1978, so he, actually he's you could kind of place him in the Bird Magic era as well. Um, he st- started out with Phoenix. He was drafted by Phoenix in that 1978 draft, fifth fifth overall. Um, came in with Phoenix, then he eventually moved on to Denver Nuggets, then to Portland, and then. Back to Denver again to end his career. 6'6", 193 pounds coming out of 
uh, North Carolina. Uh, Six-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA. He won a Rookie of the Year. Um, played in 1,033 games. Averaged nearly 19 points per game. Uh, 3.8 assists and three rebounds. Averaged 1.2 steals per game. Shot at 51, uh, over just over 51% from the field. 80, just over 85% from the free throw line. Walter Davis is not a name that gets thrown around a lot, but a very solid uh, NBA player. Played until 1992. Um, never won a chip. Um, but he has solid numbers and. And those numbers came early in his career, like the first course, first half of his career, solid, solid. Um, and even getting into six All-Star games. But uh, again, um, you know, the being in that Western Conference uh, where the Lakers were pretty much going to the, to the finals every other year, it's, it was tough, but... Uh, Walter Davis, a name, you look at the numbers, they're solid and definitely worth considering. So, um, moving on, um, and here's a name we haven't heard. Well, that hasn't been thrown around in a while. World be free. Well, he changed his name to world be free, but it's actually Lloyd. He came into the lead Lloyd free. Um, Gully, coming from Gullyford College, um, 6'2", 185 pounds. Um, he came into the league 1975, played until 1988. Uh, so you could kind of say he somewhat, but uh, he had a lot of very good years in the 70s, so we'll leave him here. Um, came in the second round. He was 23rd pick overall. Uh, started out with Philly. He was there for um, going to that championship game with the Portland Trailblazers, the one in which they were up two games and then lost the, the next four. Um, then from Philly, he moved on to the San Diego Clippers. Then he went to Golden State. Then he went to Cleveland. Cleveland, he played well there. Then he went to Chicago. And then to Houston. So, um, one-time All-Star, one-time All-NBA, played in uh, 886 games, averaged 20.3 points per game, 3.7 assists, 2.7 rebounds, shot at 45.6 from the field, um, from three-point range, Although it's a small sample size, 33.7 uh, from three, and then 75.3 from the free throw line. Lloyd B. Free, one of those guys who can fill it up with the best of them. Prolific scorer, especially for, um, he reminds you a bit of Allen Iverson before. Uh, yeah, he has a bit of Iverson in his game. Not as prolific a passer as Iverson, but um, yeah, so 
world be free. Gosh, I haven't said that name in a while. Uh, But nonetheless, you look at the numbers, they don't scream out, especially with the one all-star appearance. Um, The other numbers, they're fine. Uh, But I think he's just a guy who you look at the numbers, say, hmm, and then you kind of move on. So, um, and which we'll do. Let's move on. Lou Hudson. Now, this is a guy I thought was in the Hall of Fame. Um, Sweet Lou. um, 6'5", 210 pounds, coming out of University of Minnesota. Started out with the uh, St. Louis Hawks, who became the Atlanta Hawks. And he played there for a while before um, eventually playing with the L.A. Lakers. Came in the league 1966. Um, was drafted fourth overall in that 66 um, draft. Played until 1979. So he definitely falls into before Bird. Um, six-time All-Star. One-time All-NBA. Played in 890 games. Averaged 20.2 points per game. 4.4 rebounds. 2.7 assists. He shot at nearly 40... 49% from the field, um, 79.7 from the free throw line, and he also averaged 1.4 steals per game. Lou Hudson, I actually thought he was in the hall already, but he's a guy who, you know, you look at the numbers, I think he's one of those guys where you come back to his numbers be like, yeah, yeah, maybe we need to put him in there, so... Um, Lou Hudson, a fine player in his day, as you saw the six all-star appearances. But um, I think eventually he he's one of those guys, kind of like Dandridge. You kind of look at his numbers now like, wait a second, what are we doing here? And he, he uh, eventually gets in. Moving on, and this is a guy whose name's been bandy about. Um, Jimmy Jones. Jimmy Jones. Coming out of Grambling, uh, 6'4", 188 pounds. Um, He came into the league 1967. He was drafted uh, second overall. I mean, not second overall. In the second round, um, he was picked 13 by the Baltimore Bullets. But actually, he spurned the Bullets and went to the ABA. And played in the ABA um, <clears throat> quite a number of years there. He played in New Orleans, and then and then he went on to play for the Memphis team, then the Utah Stars, and then eventually he came into the he was absorbed into the NBA to the Washington Bullets. Um, Played until 1977, uh, six-time All-Star in the ABA, uh, three times All-ABA, 686 games, averaged 16.6 points per game, 4.5 assists, 4.3 rebounds, nearly 51% from the field he was shooting with um, 78.5 from the free throw line. 
he's a guy that um there's conversation swelling for him to make it into the Hall of Fame. They're starting to consider guys from the ABA now, and his name kind of pops up. So um, I think he's somebody, now that there's a drum beat for him, he probably does get in uh, with the, them considering the ABA numbers. So um, I think in due time, he probably will get in. Um, I don't know where the drum beat came from, but... Um, yeah, they're starting to drum up his name, so uh, so we'll see what happens there. Red Kerr, Red Kerr, John, known as Johnny Kerr, but um, nickname Red, so Red Kerr, um, pl- played in 1954, um, started out with the Syracuse, the Syracuse team there. Um, he was drafted six overall. Coming out of uh, Illinois, 6'9", 230 pounds. Um, the, just listen to these numbers, guys. He played until 1966. He's a three-time All-Star. He did win a championship, I believe, with the... I want to say it's with the Philadelphia team. The, the one um, with Will Chamberlain on there. And Hal Greer and those guys, I believe he was on that squad as well. So he has the one championship, played in 905 games, averaged 13.8 points per game, 11.2 rebounds, shot 41.8 from the field, 72.3 from three, um, the free throw line. Um, Red Kerr... Um, I know it's a name that you don't think of right away, but these are strong numbers here. Strong numbers. It does give him a feather in his cap, the, having the one championship. I think he's one of those guys where you, you kind of mill mill about and look at his numbers and be like, wait a second. Um, maybe we should, we should be putting in a guy like this. So um, Red Kerr, I think. Will finally get a look and maybe one of these days slide into the hall. So um, we'll see. Moving on, uh, Bob Love. Bob Love um, came into the league 1966, coming out of Southern University, 6'8, 215 pounds. Um, He uh he started out with the Cincinnati Royals, moved on to Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Bucks, then to Chicago, then to the New York Nets he played, and then ended his career in Seattle. Uh, three-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA, three-time defense All-Defense, averaged 17.6 points per game. Um, nearly six rebounds, forty, nearly forty-three percent from the field, eighty point five from the free throw line, um, and they didn't count the steals and the they didn't count the steals or the blocks or three-point range. Well, he probably wasn't shooting it from there anyway. So, um, Bob Love, he played. Play for those Chicago teams with those strong defensive teams, so that's pro- probably where he, um, that's where his all star appearances, uh, 
came out of. So, um, he's one of those guys where you look at his numbers again, especially all defense, the three all-star games. Uh, he only played about 11 seasons. So, uh, I think he gets a look. I don't know if he gets in. So, we'll see. Moving on. Swin Nader. Very interesting career here. And since you're now considering uh, ABA guys, Swin Nader might be someone you consider. Um, came into the league 1973. He was drafted 16th overall. He he came out of that strong John Wooden UCLA program. He was actually the backup to Bill Walton. Uh, uh, 6'11", 240 pounds. Uh, like I said, came in uh, 1973, played until 84. Um, he started out with the Virginia Squires. Then he moved on to the San Antonio Spurs of the ABA. Then he played for the New York Nets in the ABA. Um, and then comes his NBA career with Milwaukee, the Baltimore Braves, San San Diego Clippers, and then finish his career with the Lakers. Okay. Um, two-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA. He won a Rookie of the Year. Two-time rebounding champ. Played in 722 games. Um, averaged 12.4 points per game, 11.6 rebounds, 53.5% from the field, 74.8 from the free throw line. I think he's another one of those guys where since they're starting to consider ABA numbers, you may want to take a stronger look at Swin Nader. I know that's a name that doesn't really jump off the page at you, but looking at these numbers, man, you, you definitely got to consider this guy. So um, definitely up for consideration, that's for sure. And again, with the AB, um, them looking at ABA guys now, um, I think he gets a stronger consideration than he has in the past. Moving on, Willie Nolts. Willie Nolts. Um, came into the league 1956, um, played until 1966, started out with the St. Louis Hawks, then he went on to the New York Knicks, played there, tent to the San Francisco Warriors, and then he ended his career with Boston. Um, 6'6", 225 pounds. Coming out of UCLA, they called him the whale. Ooh, I don't know if that's good or bad, but uh, four all-star appearances, three-time champion. Um, played in 716 games, averaged nearly 16 points per game, over nine rebounds. Um, shot at 40.6 from the field. 83.2 from the free throw line. So again, it's one of these uh, old time players that you start to look at his numbers again. It's be like, 
And then the championships under his belt definitely helps. So Willie Nolts, um may get a stronger look these days. So uh, next one, Gene Shu. Gene Shu. And we think of Gene Shu, we think of the coach. But um, he was a pretty solid player in his day. Um, came in the league um, 1954. Uh, he was the third pick overall coming out of Maryland. 6'2", 170 pounds. Uh, bounced around a bit. He played with the Philadelphia Warriors. And then he moved on to the New York Knicks for a quick spell. Like the, most people do. Uh, Fort played at Fort Wayne, who eventually moved to Detroit and became the Detroit uh, Pistons. Then he came back to the Knicks again. And then he went to the Baltimore Bullets. Ended his career in 1964. Five-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA. Played in just shy of 700 games. Uh, averaged 14 Point four points per game, a little over four rebounds, three point seven assists. Shot at only thirty nine point six from the field, eighty point six from the free throw line. Um, another guy you take a look at his numbers. Um, doesn't have the championship there, um, but interesting numbers. Definitely numbers that. To kind of take a second look at and say like, hmm, okay. So, um, Gene Shu, uh, worth a look. Not sure if he gets in. Next up, Paul Silas. Very interesting career Paul Silas has. Coming out of Creighton, that uh, strong Creighton program, uh, 6'7", 220 pounds. He actually played a lot of center in his career for, for his size. Um, power forward center, um, came in 1964. He was drafted in that second round, 12th pick overall, um, started out with the St. Louis Hawks who eventually moved to Atlanta, became the Atlanta Hawks. Then from Atlanta, he went on to Phoenix, then to Boston, then to Denver, and then finished his career with Seattle. Uh, two-time all-star. Five-time All-Defense, three-time champion, um, a few of those with the Celtics, I believe. Um, 1,254 games played, um, 9.4 points per game, nearly 10 rebounds per game, uh, average 43.2 from the field. And 63.3 from the free throw line. Um, again, the, the numbers are not eye-popping for Paul Silas. He does have the three championships. He did, he did make it onto five uh, all-defensive teams. Def, definitely something to consider, consider. Only the two all-star appearances. Lengthy career. Um, I say he's on the outside looking in, but... Again, these analytic guys may come in and include wind share and all that kind of stuff and maybe propels him deeper in the conversation. But right now, uh, I say on the outside looking in. Um, Ralph Simpson, 
not Ralph Sampson, Ralph Simpson, um, came into the league 1971, played until 1980, uh, coming out of Michigan State, 6'5", 200 pounds, a five-time All-Star, um, three-time All-ABA, played in 705 games, 16.7 points per game, 3.7 rebounds, 3.3 assists, one steal, 1.4 steals per game. They were keeping the stats then. Uh, almost 45% from the field, 76.3 from the free throw line. Um, again, Ralph Simpson, uh, one of those guys where they're starting to look at the ABA numbers and starting to put those in the mix. Um, play for a few franchises, including the Denver Nuggets. Um, eventually came to the Detroit Pistons once they absorbed, um, once they came into the NBA. Um, once the merger was complete, uh, went to Detroit, then to Denver, then to Philly, then ended his career in Jersey. Um, again, the five-time All-Star, provided they were all in the ABA, but still, um, now that they're considering ABA numbers, maybe this is a guy named who gets thrown around, so uh, we'll see how it goes there. Randy Smith. Um also known as the Iron Man, he had the um, the streak of games played. Uh, he was the record holder up until AJ Green broke it. But a solid player though. Um, coming out of Buffalo State, 6'3", 180 pounds. Um, he w he too was drafted in 1971. He was, and the funny thing was. He was first drafted in 1970. He went in the, I even know they went this far, the 14th round, 200. He was like the 205th pick in, in the 1970 draft. Then he came, um, then he was drafted again in 1971, uh, where he went in the seventh round, 104th pick overall. Um, but look at these numbers, guys. He played until 1983, two-time All-Star, one-time All-NBA, played in 976 games, averaged 16.7 points per game, 4.6 assists, 3.7 rebounds, 1.7 steals per game, shot at 47% from the field, a little over 78% from the free throw line, so... Um, yeah, and he started his career with the Buffalo Braves. Then he moved on to the, the San Diego Clippers, then to Cleveland, to the Knicks, back to San Diego Clippers again, and then ended his career with the Atlanta Hawks. So, uh, Randy Smith, again, he had the, the streak of games played where, um, that ended up getting broken by AJ um AC Green with of the Lakers. 
But um, but outside of that, solid numbers, pretty solid numbers, numbers that you kind of got to give a second look at. But I and oh, and also in one of his All Star appearances, he was the All Star MVP. So though uh, I throw that in, but he's a number one. I think you take a bit more of a look at his numbers, but I don't think he gets in though. Let's move on. Just two more players before we're done, guys. Norman Van Leer, the original Storm in Norman, uh, played at St. Francis College, 6'1", 173 pounds. Uh, he came in the third round of the draft in 1969, uh, the 34th pick overall. Um he was drafted by the Cincinnati Royals. Then he moved on to Chicago, where he formed the backcourt with uh, Jerry Sloan. Um, and then he moved on. He ended his career with the Milwaukee Bucks. Three-time All-Star, eight-time All-Defensive Team. Wow. One-time All-NBA. He led the league in assists one year. Played in 746 games, averaged almost 12 points per game, 7 assists, 4.8 rebounds, 1.8 steals, shot at 41.4 from the field, 78 from the free throw line, 78% that is. Um, Norman Van Leer, who played till 1979, played on those strong defensive Chicago teams. Um, like I said, he formed the rough and tumble backcourt with, um, Jerry Sloan. Um, yeah, so Norman Van Leer, I think he's another guy who you kind of look at his numbers and you kind of, uh, do a double take there and say, hmm, interesting. So... Um, definitely Norman Van Leer, a guy who you kind of take another look at his numbers in this day and age. And this one, this last one, I just threw in. Um, probably won't happen, but it'd be interesting if it did. Uh, Jimmy Walker. Jimmy Walker coming out of Providence College. 6'3", 195 pounds. Um was drafted first overall in 1970, 1967, played until 1976. Started out, um, he was drafted by Detroit Pistons, played there for a while, went on to Houston, and then to the Kansas City Kings. Um, Jimmy Walker, that name should sound familiar because that is actually... Jalen Rose, biological father. Played in two All-Star games. Um, 698 games played. 16.7 points per game. 3.5 assists. 2.7 rebounds. Shot at over 46% from the field. Nearly 83% from the free throw line. Short career. Um, 
troubled career towards the end. Does he get in? I doubt it. But I just thought for nostalgia's sake and for the fact that he's Jalen Rose's father, I mentioned him. So, guys, these are all of the players um, before the Bird and Magic era that uh, I wanted to mention. And I believe I'll wrap it up next next time out with the WNBA players um, that um, should be up for consideration. Some are still playing, but um, two of them will, should be retiring this year. So, uh, so their eligibility will be coming up. But it's a number of other players that I'll be mentioning. So um, that'll be my next segment and probably my last segment. And then I'll throw in a little bonus segment for the college coaches. All right. So, yeah. So this is the before Bird and Magic era. All the players there that, um, that I decided to evaluate and give a mention to. All right, so um, one more segment to go, guys, of this special All-Star Game uh, special edition of All Things Basketball with GD. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can follow me on my Facebook page, GD That Sports Dude. You also can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And also on Twitter, you can find me at GD That Sport Dude. Also, you can email me at That Sports GD at gmail.com. You can also support me through my Zelle at that same email address. And also on anchor.fm slash GD That Sports Dude. You can hit the support button there to contribute to this podcast and also like me there as well. And again, I thank you for listening to this content.